Hey. Hi there. Rick Arnett here, co-host of the T-Box. Welcome to another edition of Ticket TV, along with... Corby Davidson, Rick's best friend in the world. And uh, Craig and I will both... Craig's a little under the weather today. I, t I tweeted your, your tower of napkins at the beginning of the show. I'm going to see how far it goes down by the Here's end. Here's the thing. And I said this to you. If you ever have a sniff or you have a... Yeah, never let anybody else have to touch your snot rags. Mark. I'm serious. Yeah, it's so. words to live by. More about that at 9:10. Something that happened to me for the first time in literally 20 years. He's uh, got AIDS. It, no. Could be. Not quite that. Did you get tested? For AIDS? Yeah. No. Does anybody get tested for AIDS anymore? I did. On my physical. How'd you do? I was AIDS-free. <laughs> Whoa. Mark that. I'll even tell you to mark that. <laughs> so happy. And we have a winner! Whoa! Right. Now, he hasn't won just a whole bunch this year, but he's been up, like, every week. <laughs> so He's won five this year. He's won five? He yeah. claims he's only won, like, twice. Yeah, a ninth win overall for Johnny E-Break. He's doing pretty well. <laughs> 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 All right, Craig Rosengarden, also now known as Johnny E-Break. Who was the first pro golfer to win a PGA well, where Tour did Orville move? Whatever, Where did Earl... Earl whatever. <laughs> where did he <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. Where did he? No, we're, not, we're not, never going to go to break in time. What? Where did he or <laughs> go to break? Forget it. Go to bake. Eight 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 seven eight seven thirteen ten. To license it. Yep. And I scrolled down. I went second place. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars was what we were going to win. This is about midway right. through the round. And then yesterday. I texted you. I didn't. I don't. You didn't get it quack enough. Quack enough. Quack enough. Yes. <laughs> You didn't get it quack enough. Hey, morons. I told you I want to watch the hockey game. Now, cut the golf sissy crap and finish up in there. Well, howdy ho and good morning. It is around 8.10 on Sports Radio 96.7, 13.10. The ticket is Saturday, January 29th. We're already through January 2022. Don't forget to pay your property taxes by Monday. Just a little note there. And you got the tee box. I'm Rick. That's Craig. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the new issue. Uh, it's a fun one. Uh, it's got... Uh, the three stalwarts of the Metroplex, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, Will Zalatoris, who we'll get to in a little bit. And uh, we're at the greatness of Crest Cars. Crestcars.com in Frisco. And it's right off 121 in Legacy. We'll be here until 1030 today. An endowed tee box. Extra half hour. And uh, a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of golf. We'll have a guest on at 9.50, and uh, I'm kind of interested in this one because uh, a lot of questions to ask this tour player, and it's tied into the Club Court Classic, which will be happening 18, uh, April 18th through the 24th. But we're Crest Cars today, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity, Crest Volvo. You can get a pre-owned, a certified pre-owned Volvo with unlimited mile warranty. How's so, that work? Well, it's good for the as long as you have it. 
that's a pretty darn good deal. So if you're ever worried about something maybe a little iffy with a pre-owned car, even though it's certified pre-owned, um, have no fear, my friends, because it's unlimited mile warranty. Interest rates as low as 0.99%. And as far as Cadillac goes, they got a lot of good stuff there as well. They got the XT4s, XT5s. They have the CT4s, the Escalades. They got it all. And Infinity has their new QX60. So check it all out here. You know, it's always awesome to see a car, a really fast-looking car like that one over there, the big old bow on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Just waiting to be gifted. Yep. Waiting to be gifted. That's really a pretty car. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be the... That would be the Q... Q50? Q... It's two-door. Q60. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Q60. And... Beautiful. I'll say this about Infinity. I think they have some of the best wheels. Yeah, they do. Standard wheels. Remember back in the day, you weren't a big, you weren't on with the with the wheel bit. Yep. It's a, it's the but perfect accessory to a car. That one of the painted few, brake calipers, all the, that stuff. Yeah, they're one of the few um, manufacturers that you don't have to upgrade to get really good wheels. Yeah, good stuff. All right, uh, let's get this show on the road. Want to welcome Kern this morning. Good morning, you buddy. Good morning. And back at the station, Jay King, welcome back. Ah, thank you guys. Another COVID survivor. I made it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Craig just got over his. I mean, is this two or three for you? Three. <laughs> Jeez. Nice. Freaking, well, I've had it had I think it you twice. and Dan McDowell are leading the uh, tote board I've, I've as far it, as COVID. I've had it twice bad. Mm-hmm. And then one time I was going into a doctor's office front and I got tested positive. Mm-hmm. And they said, sorry, but I didn't have any symptoms on that one. But Did you lose your taste or yeah. smell at all? I did not. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't. Surprisingly. No. Lost mine for a week. Although I will say, this one public service announcement I will give to everybody. So I started getting sick Tuesday a week ago. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, I started feeling bad. Thursday, I tested myself. Negative. Friday, I tested myself. Negative. <laughs> Saturday morning before I came to the show, I, I sounded like death warmed over. I was like, I'm going to test myself before I go, and I, I, I might leave Rick and her lurch, but tested negative. Saturday, I stayed home in bed. I mean, Sunday, I stayed home in bed. Monday morning, I was wanting to go to work, and my wife looked at me and says, you need a test just to make sure. And I tested. I was positive. Mm-hmm. And tested Tuesday. I was positive. Tested Wednesday. I was positive. Thursday, I was negative. So, um, so public service announcement, you can test negative and still have COVID. If you have symptoms and you think you have COVID, you probably do. See, public I, service announcement. I didn't even think that I had it because I was on air with you guys two Saturdays ago, and then I tested positive about an hour after the show had ended because I got a text from my teacher at school. Really? So I'm I had, convinced I, just about I had no idea. Had. And then the next day or two, that's when I really felt it. Really? And this is where it's going to get dicey because this is we're coming into allergy season. Yeah. So just, you know, just be careful or, you know, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. I, I think it's inevitable, but, uh, you know. Play accordingly. And Jonathan Dodd doing tickers twice an hour. Got a little prime time yesterday, eh? Yeah, sure did. All week, actually. Nice. Nice. Very good. See? People move on and up with the T-Box. It's good stuff. Look at at Kern with his CrestCars.com jacket on. Normathon and everything. He's logoed up. little Peter Millard. Yeah, very nice. That's big time. All right, let's let's get this show going. It's proudly sponsored by the PGA Tour Superstores. And uh, up next, 
I was watching a little golf yesterday, and Craig was too, and one of our local guys looks a little off. Trying to figure that one out next. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Welcome, welcome. Got the tee box starting its 28th year on the little ticket. See Duncan McPhail. Good morning to you, Duncan. Congratulations to to Rick Arnett for being a day-warner. Yeah. You you don't get the accolades others do. Seven left? Something like that. Seven. There have been interesting odds back in the day. Six now, now that Reiner's gone, right? That's true. Yeah, interesting odds starting back on January 24th of 1994. What would have been the odds of me being one of the day oneers? Is he really gone, by the way? No, he's always around. Yeah. He fills in a lot. He steps in a lot. He was on yeah. the hang zone this week. Guess what? Always a must listen for me, too. Absolutely. All right, this is brought to you by the greatness of Club Corp. Don't forget to check out their Club Corp Classic. That'll be Las Colinas Country Club. It's a Champions Tour event, big celebrities. Go to Club Corp Classic and check out who's playing, especially the celebs, and uh, put that on your calendar. I think you'll really enjoy it. In fact, speaking of that, we'll put a participant on at 9.50 today. You want to tell them who it is, or you want to just keep it secret? Uh, well, we'll do it as, as it goes. Okay. Uh, leaderboard's at 8.30. Teasing. And uh, Lee Trevino had something. This was back in 1971. It shows you some things never change in the, in the world of golf, and he has... 10-step program, how to fix it. We'll see if we can uh, figure that one out. But first, they're playing out at uh, the Farmers Insurance Open out in Torrey Pines. Play the north and south course. The north course is about three or four shots easier. We'll get into leaderboards here in a second. But one guy I was most interested in watching was our very own Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Now, I've watched Jordan a lot in my lifetime. Yes, you have. Watching him all through high school because my son was playing with him, I saw him play an incredible amount of time. Mm-hmm. So just like if I see you swing differently because mm-hmm. I've seen you swing a lot, if something's different in Jordan's swing, you usually can see something. And I saw him swing kind of start to hesitate more and more at the top of his backswing mm-hmm. over the years and it's kind of a normal thing for him now he's really slow in his backswing but I'm watching on Thursday and I actually took a video and sent it to you and Anthony Brizard over pure swing golf mm-hmm. boy did he look different to me he looked out of kilter just looked to like me. he didn't look comfortable he didn't look um, now the video that I took he hit one straight down the middle. But it still didn't look right. No. Because even uh, Anthony said he looks like he's hanging on his back leg and just looks a little different. And, you know, it looks like it, it's a snap hook waiting to happen, you know, that type of thing. So I'm looking at his stats. And, it, well, oh, the other thing I noticed um, is in Hawaii, he, he had the, a, a new pre-shot kind of swing kind of like the old like kind of what Justin Thomas does now right. I don't remember him having that before and it was really weird because it was almost going straight up very upright yeah so he's trying to figure something out yeah but here's how it's going for him he missed the cut shot plus four by the way I don't know if you know this mm. but him missing the cut yeah he was the current leader at 20 of cuts made consecutive but let me tell you something there's a lot of things about Jordan that are great the one thing I never think about Jordan is making consistent cuts. 
Yeah, I don't. He's either. the type of guy who'll shoot, finish top five three weeks in a row and check out for a week. I never thought of him as guy making cuts. Leader in the clubhouse at twenty, I was shocked. That's amazing. It's only a hundred and what twenty-two behind Tiger's record. The fact that twenty is leading the tour, or was leading the tour, is is. Back in the day, I mean, you'd see guys that would make 40, 50 But I cuts. think it's a little bit different now. I think it is. I, back in the day, you had to make cuts to make money. Now you don't. Yeah, there's no real sense of urgency to keep your keep your livelihood and, and, going. And I'll just say this about Jordan. Jordan paycheck. was in Jordan was in contention to make the cut. He could have grinded and made the cut. But he's playing with Bryson DeChambeau. Hmm. On, and he was – Bryson was so wheels off – it had to be such a damn distraction. It did. And all of a sudden, things are starting to go a little off, and you're playing with him, and he's holding his back. He's screaming. He's holding his wrist. He's yep. screaming. He's hitting the ball out in the middle. And, I mean, a couple some of his tee shots were straight left in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just like, it couldn't have been easy to play with him. I'm not saying it's not always like that with Bryson, but that day, he was a spectacle. Well, I, I wasn't terribly surprised him missing the cut. That's his fourth missed cut there in seven tries. Yeah, not his place. So, which kind of amazes me why he goes in some respects. You know, if a course doesn't set up for you. Sometimes you're blind. Maybe he thinks it does, and he didn't even realize he's missed four cuts. Oh, I think he knows. I think they all know. You know, they go to a course, they know if it's in their wheelhouse or it's going to be a struggle outside of a major where you kind of have right. to go. And that's a, that's that's a major to venue, too, so maybe he knows, you know what, well, it's coming playing. around. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, But here's the deal. So strength, So his strokes gain off the tee were uh, minus 0. .8. Approach on the gr- approaches to the green, minus 0. .8. Putting, minus 2.25. Strokes gain putting. So he was all around. Well, when you're not horrible. playing that week, well, that week, nothing's going to go go really well. I know. It just, um, in, you know, he he had it, then he lost it, then he got it back, and now he's kind of going through it again. Look, I, I know golf. Is I'm a, not. I'm not counting him out. I wouldn't either. I mean, and, and if it's all about trends, if you're picking six guys for the Masters. How's he not one of your guys? Oh, absolutely. And that's, of course, that to me is his is his benchmark. By the way, as bad as he played this week, he's one of my top six for Pebble Beach next week, too. He plays that place yeah, he really plays well. A, yeah, pretty good. Which it kind of amazes me because the courses are not completely dissimilar. No. I mean, they're both on the coast. And the weather, here's the other thing. The weather down at Torrey was awesome. Hardly any wind. Oh, yeah. So I, I mean, it's, it's some of the scores that you saw were... A little bit better than I expected. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, these guys, if there's no wind, that's the only defense. Well, but here's the thing. Tory, for the first time, I think, in a couple of years, had some real rough. Yeah, it did. It really had. I mean, that was penal. There was two things. A lot of rough, and they really shaved down the false fronts. Yeah. So, you know, when we face these shots, you're really good at those kind of shots. Most amateurs have a tough time when it's a – when it's it's – the grass is so tight, and you're trying to get a wedge underneath it. You'll yep. either blade it, chunk it. That's why I've kind of started doing the old uh, taking a hybrid out and putting it. So it gives you a little more loft. It's almost like a mini chip, but you yep. don't have to worry about sculling it or anything. Um, and I see a lot of tour players doing that. But I saw a lot of guys struggling with that uh, yesterday. And so it just shows you even the best players have have issues with yep. that. So yeah, it was kind of it's a tough challenge. But uh, let's get into that leaderboard coming up next because it was uh, 
Here's another guy, big fan of the show, who's uh, tied for the lead. That was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Check out their uh, new bit. They got something going on at the Underground Speakeasy. That's going to be February 5th over at Cowboys Golf Club. They're going to take out all the uh, cart barn area, and they're going to make it into a speakeasy. And what they did with Rare out at uh, uh, Bear Creek was awesome, so we're looking forward to that as well. 99 bucks, all the food, all the drink, music, everything else. So check it out at Arcus Golf. I will guarantee this. At $99, it'll be a deal. Absolutely. So check it out. All right, before we get to the leaderboards and the local that's uh, doing some great things except for one, let's talk about the greatness of uh, PGA Tour Superstores. Oh, wow. How about that? So they want, have one right down the road <clears throat> on Preston Road. It's their number one selling store in the, in the country. Then they have three other ones, South Lake. They have one up in Plano on Accent, uh, 75, and they have a, their newest one down in Arlington. Love going in that place. It's like a toy store for golfers. I noticed that. They already have the new title, the TaylorMade Stealth in stock. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to carbon, see it, carbon face. If you really want to do a fitting for it, you can go to their website and schedule a fitting and put in T box and do it for free. Yeah, the full bag, hundred fifty dollar value. Guess what? Nowhere in the world is TaylorMade discounting their their driver. Mm-hmm. If you want to go buy it there, say T box when you check out. Fifty bucks off. Fifty bucks off. Off two fifty, and then the separate deal twenty off your first hundred. Just got to remember to mention it. Mention T box at the register, and you're saving money like, like nowhere. And I'm not sure if you wanted the TaylorMade or any club like that. Why you wouldn't go to PGA Superstore because you get fifty bucks off. How about that? It's awesome. So they have everything. They have all the apparel you need, all the clubs. They have putters. They have balls. They they got everything there. So as I say, if they don't got it, you don't need it. So check it out. PGA Tour Superstores, everything that your heart would desire with a discount. Hey. Mention T-Box. From Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. All right, all right, all right. One segment in on a little T-Box. We'll talk about uh, Lee Trevino's ideas. Let's speed up the game. And I found an interesting stat on what slow play does to the average golfer. Actually, any golfer. It's not good. Huh. But before that, I um, wanted to tell you that uh, we're at Crest Cars today. And Crest Volvo got the Crest, uh, well, they got the Volvo Award of Excellence for 2021. Back-to-back winners. That's a good thing, right? That's really good. I can't imagine that being being a negative. So good Kern, for them. Kern's an avid fan of Crest Volvo. So is Eli. I am. So is Eli Jordan. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Get the uh, get the Volvo Award of Excellence service from uh, Crest Volvo. All right. So the leaderboard, it was interesting. Uh, it actually, I had to think about it for a second when they started on Wednesday. Kind of caught me by surprise just a little bit. But once it happened, I was I was. That's because you're not in your DraftKings groove. Yeah, not yet. I'll get there. But uh, what I found interesting was uh, yesterday it was on CBS, the main network. Mm-hmm. I, and they were, I mean, they were shoving news off to a separate channel, and I was like, "Wow!" Well, get this though. So, so Thursday, I was home Thursday, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch, and I'm watching the early, and it's on the Golf Channel. Mm-hmm. It was awesome, and it, then it moved to ESPN Plus. I need to get that. I hear it's pretty good, and I don't know how to get it. Do you right. get on? Do you get on your TV, or do you? Get yeah, on you an get app? on an app. Uh-huh. It's an app. Oh, it, so you have to go into the. Do you have Disney? 
I don't know. <laughs> I watch cable. I'm old. Yeah, you are. I'm not uh, old. I'm old. No, you're old. My, my mindset is old when it comes to that stuff. Well, then it's you're not old. on cable. I don't. If I have to go watch Netflix or Hulu or whatever the hell else there is, I have to get my wife to do it. Mm. Well, can't help you there. Anyway, I hear ESPN Plus is pretty good. Uh, they show a lot less commercials, and they have a lot more uh, tech you know, infiltrated into yeah. I need to get it just to see you because I've been reading about it, and they said it's a pretty darn good. But the leader, one of the leaders right now, is one Will Zalatoris, Wake Forest grad, big fan of the show, um, one of the three guys on our cover this month on Avid Golfer Magazine. His ball striking is off the charts. There was one, when he was on the Corn Ferry Tour, he had 81% of his greens in regulation. Wow. He's a ball striking savant. And here, okay, so he's talking after the round with uh, Amanda Balionis. And she said, so I heard in the offseason you needed more distance, and he gained some weight. And he goes, yeah, I gained 15 pounds. And I'm thinking, where? I didn't see 15 pounds on him unless he was stuffing him in his pocket somewhere. Because- you know, he threatened to come on the show with us a couple of weeks. I mean, I think this guy gets busy on the weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he threatened a couple of times, and I was talking to him. If he showed up, I was just going to feed him the entire two hours. So he, he's on the, the anti-intermittent diet. Where, you know, the intermittent diet is uh, intermittent fasting is when you only eat for an eight-hour period. Yeah. And the rest of the time, you you don't, right? He does the opposite. He eats for 16 hours and takes off for eight. And that's how he put on 15 pounds. And he gained uh, about four or five miles per hour in his swing speed. Uh, I mean, he's launching it. He, the only guy that was out driving him yesterday was uh, John Rom. Really? Yeah, I mean, he just pounds it. But then you know, he gets to the green. He had seven putts inside 11 feet. So missed Rom, them all. So wait a minute. Rom was playing yesterday with Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. And so watching Thursday, he was last in that group. Well, he was, he was He was first yesterday was for whatever really? reason, yeah, because wow. they were showing the grid. And uh, so Zalatoris can just pound it. And uh, but his putting, oh my God, he missed he missed a couple two three footers, um, and he still shot a sixty five. I mean, he could have he might have been one of those guys could have could have flirted with fifty eight, but um, yeah, it's but has he always been like that? Yeah, I mean he always, he always he's gone to the arm lock. When somebody goes to the arm lock, it's well, almost like anchored, right? And I'll even tell you back. Since he's been a pro-level player, they've been talking about him going pro. Mm-hmm. They've always said if they can, if he can ever get his putting, he's going to be really good. They've said it since the beginning of his career. There's so. very few players that can mix excellent ball striking and excellent putting or chipping. It's just it's fast twitch, slow twitch muscles. I, I'm convinced of it. So the thing about a guy like Zaltoris, when you, putting is not your strength, you got to find a way that there are times you just get hot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when you win. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's what kind of all these guys, the guys that are good ball strikers, they have a hot week putting, they're winning. Yeah. And the rest of the time, they're just making good, decent coin. Mm -hmm. So he's leading along with uh, Jason Day, who back in the day, 2015, was number one in the world. Remember that day he was at Whistling Straits? He was in the final group with Tiger at the PGA Championship, and he was out driving Jordan by about 80 yards. I mean, he was swinging out of his shoes, striping it down the middle, making every putt. And then his back kind of went out, and then other things happened. And uh, he 
He I hasn't worked since a, 2018. I just remember. I remember. Well, first off, he's won twice here. Mm-hmm. So he's very not. But once he won his major and was number one in the world, you saw him on the sideline of every major sporting event. Happens. He started to enjoy life. Yeah, fame is, uh, like I said, and interesting thing to I deal think, with. Uh, I think you get sidetracked a little bit. Life is good. You're making a ton of money. Had kids, more more than one. And then his wife got after him and said, quit being a pee and get out there and yeah. play. And, you know, talking to the doctor uh, in the uh, before we started the show, and there is a difference between playing in pain and through injury. Yeah. And But with golf, it's tough because you can be just a little off, and it, it it's way off when it comes to your scores. But it's right. good to see him in the final group. He's good for the game. Um, likeable guy, and uh, like to see him. Now, the other guy who's going to be playing in the final group, they're going off threesomes, Aaron Rye. He's an Englishman. And there's one stat that I saw yesterday. He had gone 393 consecutive holes without a three-putt. Wow. And then he had two in a row yesterday. Wow. So get this. So back in 2015, did a little research on him. And uh, it was funny. He, he got a putting tip. From Lee Westwood, who's not necessarily known as the world's greatest guy with the flat oh stick, God. right? Oh, my God. How many under pressure? He might be up. the worst putter under pressure I've ever. So he, um, but with that putting tip at 15, he set a world record. Consecutive 10-footers made. Really? Care to guess? God, I have no idea. 30? 207. No way. 207. In fact, there's a video on there. He's just... He's just rapid-firing these balls into the cup. And I was like, what, 207? I don't think wow. I could do anything consecutive. Maybe breathe. It's about the only thing I could do that many times in a row. But I thought that was pretty So this guy, if he can, you know, hit great drives and hit some. Now, the other guy, Adam Shank, yesterday, he played in the final, he played in the final group. And you could tell his wheels were flying because he was in with Justin Thomas and John Rahm. And you could tell he was out of sorts. Yeah. He only hit like two or three fairways. Right. And, and and as they said, you have to learn to fight through that because when you're in contention that your game changes, your mind changes, your body changes, everything gets quicker. It's it's a different uh, it's a different set of uh, things you got to deal with. Sunjay M. By the way, yeah. as a quick hit, I'm watching the uh, European tour, giving the Aaron Rye. By the way, plays with two gloves. Like mm-hmm. I'm and watch- uses head covers. Yes, he does. And was like, holy. So they're asking. Uh, iron what? head covers. Yeah, iron covers. And it's like, what the heck? And he said his dad told him when he was young, he goes, treat your, treat your equipment with respect. Whatever. How about that? How much crap do you think he's getting? So I'm watching the European tour this morning. Woke up early. Mm-hmm. I'm watching European tour. And I'm a such a big fan of Rory. Yep, me too. That I just want to see him do well. And he's in contention. He's Second. watching. One back. And so... Um, I'm watching 18, and Lee Westwood hits his tee shot in the bunker, and he he knocks it out, and he's you know he still got his wife on the bag, mm-hmm. which is actually kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I love my wife more than anything itself, but for having her on a four days on my bag, I mean I was home for four straight days, and she finally looked at me to, on the on the third day and says, "I'm going out for a while." Mm-hmm. No, we weren't fighting. We weren't fighting or anything else. Need just break. Like, yeah, it's better that we have a little distance. Need self time. But he hits a ball in the rough, and even the the announcers, oh dear. So he's got 130 yards into the green. Mm-hmm. Rick, I've never seen a pro miss mm-hmm. 
water in front of the green. He was 40 yards short. Just fatted it. I, it wasn't even a fat. It was a – just went straight up the air and straight down. It was like, oh, my God. Hey, I don't know where he wound up finishing. But. And you know what? Word of the wise to every, every amateur golfer that's listening, manage your expectations. I mean, I'm watching yesterday. So it's about an 11-foot putt. And, they, and what I like now is they have percentages, percent right. made. For a pro, 11-foot putt is only made 18% of the time. 18. That's it? Yes. And I'm like, oh, what the? So when we're worried about 5-footers and 10-footers, these guys don't make it all that often. It's kind of crazy. This is the average. These aren't right. the great putters. This is everybody mixed in. So you got Ryan Palmer. He's in eighth place. He's at 11 under. By the way, for him. St- I, stat about Ryan Palmer, mm-hmm. you know, in the last whatever stat, how many years, whatever, he's shots uh, gained T to green. Mm-hmm. He's number one at 20 How about pines. that? He's sneaky long, too. People don't know that maybe about him. Scotty Scheffler, he's tied for 19th. He's at nine under. And then you kind of – guys, I was looking at that missed the cut. Uh, cut was minus three. And I wonder about this guy. And that would be one Phil Mickelson. Because he's missed two straight cuts pretty badly. And he was plus three, so he was six off the cut line. He didn't do well in Hawaii – or uh, at last week at the Amex. And those are courses that he usually thrives in. And I just wonder if he's just going to – Hang out on the Champions Tour, or I don't know. I mean, obviously he's going to Augusta. There's no yeah, doubt about that. But um, now that was a guy that I, I think of all the records. I've said this countless times. 142 straight cuts by Tiger. That's an amazing record. I can't imagine that ever being broken. But Phil being in the top 30, top 40, top 50 for 25, 30 years, I think that's amazing because yeah. you can lose it pretty quick in this yeah. game. So, By the way, a uh, couple others. Uh, Jonathan Bird. Missed a cut by one. Mm-hmm. I only bring him up because he's got to be late 40s. Ooh, maybe. He fired a low, low, low round on a really difficult golf course on Monday to, to top Get in. finish Monday yeah, yeah, qualifiers. So uh-huh. I look at the, that stuff now to see, A, who's qualifying. The Monday qualifiers, the fields are not nearly as strong as they used to be. And I don't know why. Not sure why either. But Maybe it's the he cost. fired it low to go in there. How about Matthew Fitzpatrick, finally? Missed the cut by one. Know mm-hmm. why? By the way, he's now Matt. Matt, yeah. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Changed his name officially to Matt. He missed the cut by one because he got a two-stroke penalty because he found out he'd hit the wrong ball when he got to the green. Really? Yeah. Mark Went to go mark his ball. Oops. Oh, was it Fitzpatrick yeah. that did that? yeah crazy i mean how often does that happen yeah look at him and uh mike brosen yeah last one we'll bring yep. up before we brooks kepka yeah go goes blonde misses the cut the greatest tweet i saw was they're showing they're showing brooks kepka bringing it back to our leader and he's blonde and he goes somebody said he looks like he just ate will zalatoris <laughs> 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 good line but, yeah, Blonde doesn't work for him. Blonde does not work for him. No. Anyway, so there's your leaderboard. And I say Rory's in second place at the Dubai Classic. Um, like I said, I'm, if any, I hope anybody wins at Augusta this year. I hope it's him. I really do. He just, And I'm really surprised he's not in that Netflix documentary. All the guys that that's kind of transparent, that's honest with you the press. You may still see him. 
Maybe, but he's not going to be featured. He's not one of the 24 right. featured, but uh, I was kind of surprised by it. But I think, you know, I you see think... what Justin Thomas said about mm-hmm. that. He said, this is going to be really good for two guys. Did you see this? No. It's really good for two guys that you're all going to get to know. One is Joel Dahman, really good, yep. really uh-huh. fun guy. Yep. The other is Harry Higgs. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. And so he mentioned those two by name. But these two guys are really fun. You'll get to know them. It'll be really cool. I just I hope it works out. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of the Texas Junior Golf Tour. You want to get your kid involved in competitive golf? Sign up at TJGT.com. Hey, I'm going to give you a piece of news for the TJGT. The, the spring is sold out. Mm-hmm. March 1st, we open the summer. Okay. If you have a kid who wants to play competitive golf in the summer... Sign up, get a membership, and get ready to book some events on March 1st. Nice. All right. Up next, uh, this, was, this was written in 1971. It's still relevant today. We'll talk about what that is next on The Little Ticket. On Sports Radio, 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. Pure Swing Golf brings you this segment. And, By the uh, way, happy birthday to Rick. He just got himself a nice present. I did. Mike Rosen gives me a beautiful bottle of cab. I'm looking forward to guzzling that. It'll be fun. I don't think he guzzled good wine, but that's going to go down really smooth. Nice. What year was it? Yeah, this is a seventeen hundred. Really nice eighteen. Yep. Wow, that's a nice little bottle. Nice. That was very sweet, Mike Rosen. All right, at uh, nine ten. We didn't uh, participate. More, mostly Craig didn't participate in something that he normally goes to annually. And I'm hearing mixed reports on it, If it, what kind of future it has, all that kind of stuff. We'll talk about that at, uh, at 9.10. But first, as we broadcast from Chris Cars in Frisco, is I've always been, and I think everybody has been trying to wage a war on slow play and i it is just not happening and i think it's because you're only as you can only play as fast as the weakest link and if there's one guy in your group that's a slog he's a snail she's a snail uh you can't do anything about it i mean when rory mac uh, rory uh, sabatini walked ahead of ben crane that one time because he just got fed up yeah and he i mean it was kind of a d move but got the message across and I'm hoping with the, one of the one of the side benefits of this Netflix documentary that the tour is putting out is they out the slow players and they didn't start it till until last week or no actually this week they started filming this week I believe at the at the farmers but when Kevin Na was was being slow in Hawaii and Taylor Gooch was was playing with him and just he was just coming unraveled Right. I'm wondering how that's going to be played out on this docuseries because it's the anthrax of golf. And I actually saw this one link where they were saying on average, doesn't matter how good you are, how bad you are, if you're playing slow or you're playing with somebody that's slow, it will cost you on average at least two to three shots around. I don't dis- I don't disagree. Is it just because you have you have no solution. You can't do anything yeah. about it. And and as much as you know, you know my thing is I don't like to uh, have somebody rush me. You know, if somebody's on my tail. I don't play slow, but some guys are just they're sprinting when they play. And when some guy's on your butt, um, it gets in your head too. I'll never forget. So this is how long have you been working at the magazine? Since 
2002 full-time? So tw 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. So this was about 17 years ago. We had a client who was not a very, very good golfer. Mm -hmm. And he would he would grind over every shot. Maybe a 25 cap. If that was generous. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen you so uncomfortable ever. That was and this guy had no clue. He was really, really, he's now like one of the biggest guys in his industry. Mm -hmm. And he had no clue nope. and had no care. He was, he was out playing golf, and that's what he was going to do, and he was going to enjoy his day. And, man, there is <laughs> I've no... never seen you so uncomfortable. Well, that was that was client golf, and that was that was work. I think that he was our biggest client at yeah. the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was not recreational. It wasn't fun. It was something, okay, i got to do this for four to five hours, put up with it. Five to six hours. Yeah, it was it was tough. And, and then if you start playing for your career, you're a fast player, and you're playing with a slow player – I would rather, well, you can't even do that. Okay, I was going to say, pair all the fast players together and all the slow players together, but unless you put all the slow players last, it's not going to work either. You know in the pros where the disconnect is? It's college. Really? Why is that? In, in the world of junior golf, we're all really, really good about pace of play. Mm -hmm. And even we all take our our, you know, our orders from the AJGA, mm -hmm. and the AJGA times that times every kid every three holes. And after every three holes, you you either get a red card or a green card. If you get a green card, it means you're on pace. Okay. A red card, now you're on the clock the next three holes. Mm -hmm. If you get two bad times, then you get penalized. Now, what do you deem a bad time when there's a, a hole in between you and the next? Group? No, they, it, it's it's a timing thing. So you're either even with the group in front of you, well, yeah, so because they're slow, yeah. or you're if you're on pace, and pace is four hours fifteen. See, I was looking at if you're, there's a hole between you and the group ahead of you, you're too slow. So everybody watches that really close in junior golf, okay. and they're really adamant about slow play. And if you talk to Mark Harrison, North Texas PGA, you talk to the guys at the Legend, talk to the guys at the TJGT, all of us will say the same thing: we're adamant about slow play. We're working on getting out in four hours fifteen. That's mm -hmm. the, you get to college. And college, the college coaches go out and run a tournament, and they're running a tournament with them and their assistant. Okay. I mean, we run a TJGT event with six people. Right. So we're monitoring and, and marshalling that whole thing. There's two people. And they're not only are there two people monitoring, they're worried about their team also. Right. Slows down to a crawl. Hmm. The, the college events are so flipping slow. It's Brutal. Well, the problem is, and, and then no they get used to it. But there's no repercussions. No, there's no repercussions. They get used to it, and even the USGA, when you play in the USAM or US, any of those qualifiers, they're big into you know keeping pace, keeping pace. But college, nothing, and uh, it's not going to change until that changes. Well, I'm convinced. Lee Trevino has always been a fast player, kind of like Lanny Watkins. Sure, a lot of these guys, right? And so when they get saddled with a uh, slow play or whatever, it, it throws your wheels completely off. So this is back in 1973, and he came up with a 10-part or, or 10 notes on how to quicken the game. The problem is only a few seem to do that. And, again, it's the weakest link. You, you could have every player in the group, every player in the tournament's fast. One snail is going to bottle it up, right? Yep. So it's, like, it's like driving 50 in the, in the fast lane. It's the yeah. same crap, right? So I'll go through a couple of these. 
One, I think the shorter, cor- uh, shorter course bit is, uh, is huge because when – and I used to be uh, – uh, well, I succumbed to it. You know, I, back in the day when I could really launch it, I'd yeah. want to play the entire – I want to see the entire course. I want to play from the tips. Right. Pain in the ass. Nope. Nobody needs to do that. No. Nope. And still go by the, the rule, this equation. I think it, it works wonders. Take your average five iron, average – Five iron multiplied by 36. Those are the tees you should be hitting from. And don't be disappointed when it's about 500 yards less than what you play. Because that's where you should be playing is the 500 yards less. You know, I wonder. I wonder about, so our next lesson we're going to get from Anthony Broussard over mm-hmm. at Pierce Wing Golf is going to be a playing lesson. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to play it, you know, you and I play 66, 6,700 yards. That's about yards, my limit. You know, 68 even. I'm That's okay pushing with. it, especially there's a lot of wind. I wonder if he'll play down with us or he'll have to play from the back tees. No. Playing, he should play with us. Yeah. Because, you know, he's he's more teacher now than player. And I don't know. I think he's still, he's still got the chops. Look, I'm not saying he doesn't. He's I'm, a winner of the Texas State a, Open. I think he still thinks he can I'm just play. saying from a playing lesson and, and, and brevity of time, right. why, why have two separate sets of tees? It's yeah. more for us than for him. At By the way, point, interesting right? dynamic on that too, right? I know I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah. Right? So when you're looking for a teacher uh-huh. to teach you golf, do you care how good they are? Uh, Anybody have any idea how good Butch Harmon is? Uh, no, I don't. And if he can fix me, I don't care if he's ever played golf. Yeah. Quite honestly. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, second, and I t- t- wholeheartedly agree with this. Fewer bunkers. So here's the problem is you have, uh, designers. They put a lot of bunkers in because it looks pretty. It just does. It just, it frames holes and it put, it put the white quartz in there. It's, it looks really good. Invariably, every single time a course renovates, they'll take out half of them. One, the cost, and two, they're a pain in the ass. Okay, I'll give you another one. I don't. I, I'll give it. I'll change that. Alter it slightly. Mm. I don't. It's the bunkers that'll cost you a shot to get out of. They got a giant lip in the middle of the fairway. Yes. If you had a flat bunker in the middle of the fairway and you're going to get to be able to get a shot out of it, get a shot out of it. Then I don't think it's that big of a deal to have them. Okay. How about one? How about another one? Bunkers in the middle of a fairway. What the heck? In the middle? In the middle of the fairway. Give me an example. Uh, Irving. Irving Golf Course. Okay. I, I remember when uh, Texas Star had one on one of their par fives. It was downhill. They took it out. They yeah. took it out because you're, you stripe a ball down the middle, yeah. and, it's, and it's in a penalty area. So yeah. What the hell? So, you know, make the game. The game is tough enough. You know, yeah. and you know, if you have an errant shot, you can't shape. How are you going to shape a shot from down the middle? I mean, you really don't have any recourse either way, right? And you're right, shallow out the greens a little bit, maybe around the uh, bunkers. Uh, bunkers, maybe around the green, you could put a little lip on yeah, it. Yeah, but that, you have that's a short club. I, I, I'll never forget when Southern Oaks was first built, and the, it was so hard because you'd get into a bunker in the fairways, and they were, I mean, they would they would run to the bunk, the great fairways would run to the bunkers. It would cost you a shot. Yes. And look, if I don't mind being in a bunker in a fairway if I can get out of it. Yeah, uh, Robson Ranch did a really good job when they renovated their bunkers, and they and they there was consternation there because the good players wanted a lip, the bad players wanted hardly any lip, almost like a, a level bunker. So, yeah, it, it's not 
it's like hitting out of a, a, a divot, right? Yeah. It's still going to cost you something. Yeah. But for the average player, you'll still have a better chance of getting out. Yeah. You don't need to make golf hard for hard sake. It yeah. already is, right? Um, this is one that you showed me, and I've, and I've adhered to it. Fewer practice swings. I see guys three, four, five practice swings before every shot. One, you're going to get worn out. Think about it. Um, and two, um, it takes too much time. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on a little touch chip or something like that. I don't know. I'll throw you this. It's still a If you take three practice swings and then get up and hit the ball, mm-hmm. you're still playing fast. If you're, if you're taking – if you're standing over the ball and lining yourself up and standing over again and taking 45 seconds to swing, now you're slow. It, it, it all has to do with make your cadence quick. You can take practice wings. I used to tell you not to take practice yeah, wings. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're not, if, well, the main point for that is if you're taking full practice wings before every shot, it's like playing two rounds of golf. It's like the Shambo. And at our age, you know. The Shambo takes three you know, full driver swings. Yeah. He doesn't do it mostly on chips. So I, I think it's more because I've started to take practice wings on my driver because I'm struggling mm-hmm. with it. But I'm, I get up and I hit the ball once I take my practice swing. So I'm not taking any less any more time by taking that practice swing. But it's just, it's your cadence, man. Get up there and hit the ball. Next one, and I believe in this one too, and we all fall into this uh, this problem, uh, waiting for honors. So if somebody's behind in the fairway mm-hmm. or whatever off to the side, everybody waits for them to hear it. Because it, I don't know if it's a show because everybody wants to see everybody's shot. Right. If you're play ready golf, you're gonna get you're gonna meet up on the green. Yep. And and I see that happen a lot. And it's easier when you're walking. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing cart golf, now you got to wait for your partner to yep. hit. Then you go to get to your ball, pain in the ass. So um, you said ass a lot. Today. I have said ass a lot. Said I've said. <laughs> and the last one probably is uh, is the par threes. Par threes always get mucked up. And when you get on the green, let, let the group behind you, if there's a big weight, let them let them hit I, I'll tell you this. I think the one thing is wrong, the thing that I watch, especially in competitive golf, the bog downs are par fives. Because guys you your, want to your wait to hit shot 220 and you got 265 in, you think you can hit it there. That's another one. And you wait and you wait. Look, I don't have a problem with waiting, but when you wait, hit it. Hit it. Be ready to hit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, don't wait till all right, now they're off the green. Now I'm going to go through my cadence. Mm-hmm. Get ready. And as soon as they're off, go. Yep, I agree. So uh, if we could all kind of adhere to some of these and make it better for everybody, because, again, we all have to participate in this. We can't have some people do it and some not, because if they're not, then it doesn't matter. I'm going to ask something for all the golf courses. I know we're, we're getting up, but I'm going to say one thing to all the golf courses. Y'all are doing really, really well right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all are making a lot of money. Yeah. You all are. You all are doing really, really well. Good for them. Spend a little bit of money on some really good marshals. Yep, and give them some Give them, Come on. give them some power, you know, yeah. you know, not yeah. jerks, yeah. but give them, give them some, uh, let's give them some policing ability. So if somebody's slow, Hey, pick it up. And if you don't pick it up in a, a hole or two, then get a rain check on the yeah. ho- holes you didn't play. Yeah. Because we all have to, we all have to adhere to this or else it's never going to end yeah. and we're all going to be mad. And so there you go. Oh, that, okay. That was brought to you by the greatness of star power. How about that? Hey, Star Power. Want to get your uh, AV system all set up? Check them out at Star Power. All right. Up next, 
Normally, Craig would be getting back from something today. He didn't go this year, and I think a lot of people didn't as well. We'll talk about that right after we talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com. Wow. Those boys over Advanced Plaster, JT Pierce, he's still licking his wounds because Buffalo lost that game last week. Big Buffalo fan. He went up to Kansas City. But I know he came back, and he is putting in pools. He is renovating pools. And he does such a superb job that even if something goes a little awry, because some things happen, supply chain or whatever, he fixes it. He gets it taken care of. He doesn't say bye-bye after he's got your check. He takes care of it. He, you're, now you're one of his family. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the other side. You want to mess with your pool? Don't, do you want somebody, any fly-by-night company you. doing it? You want no, somebody who's reputable, been doing this for over 23 years, I think, mm-hmm. 24 years? I've been doing it a long damn time. And you know what? Now's the time to do it. Now, get on the schedule. It only takes five to seven days yeah. on a really decent-sized pool. And the water's too cold to, to be in it anyway right yeah. now. So get it done so now. We'll get Wait, it done. Get ready for spring break when the kids are off. Make sure it's ready for Memorial Day. That's all. Yep. And they have apps now that I can control everything with uh, just my phone. I can turn on my spa. I can turn on the pumps. I can turn on the lights. I can do everything from away from the uh, filter, whatever. It's all good. It's all at advancedplaster.com. We've given him. If you call him and you say, man, sorry about the bills, but I need my pool done. Yeah. He'll give you a free skimmer. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, you will. I'll fund it. Okay. <laughs> Mark. All right, check it out. Advancedplaster.com. That's the place to go. Get a free skimmer. Uh huh. I don't even know what a skimmer is. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, 920 on a little ticket tee box out of Crest Cars today. Volvo, Cadillac, Infinity. We have Ernest B's Barbecue out here, too. By the way, I'm looking at our good buddy Mike Kagan with an energy bowl in front of him. Probably full of vitamins. Yeah, you can get that at Ernest B's, too. By the way, I saw this on you. Can I read this? Sure. As I move your, your tasty bottle of wine. Come and check out the all-new Ernest B's Barbecue. Mention the T-Box. Get a free lunch on Crest Volvo. How about that? Just say T-Box. I want a lunch. I'm going to do that at the break. T-Box. Are you? <laughs> I'm going to say T-Box. Get a free lunch. It's a free lunch. And I'm going to wear a different shirt and go back again and see if I can get another one. See if he notices. Seriously? See if he notices. Really? All right. We like Big E. Uh, Avid Golfer Magazine. The new passbook is out. Check it out at myavidgolfer.com. That brings you this segment. Uh... 9.30. By female golfers are probably better than most of us. Well, hey, before, before we get into that, can I give a shout-out to you? Sure. My dad, roll. my dad had a little procedure this week on Tuesday. It's probably more than a little procedure. 84 years old, went in and got some stents in his heart. Yeah, that's not a little procedure. What procedure I guess at, 80, a at 84, there's no little procedures, no, right? No, no. Three, you said three stints. Three stints. That's Especially no, that's with not three little. Stints, and on that's Thursday, poo poo is. He little. was back at work digging into people's mouths. Good for wow. Him. Shout you, out to Ivan. Do Good you job disclose on. that? What? Hey, I had surgery, heart surgery, two days no. ago. In case no. No, but when you're old, that's what you do. That's 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 what you stand on the your injuries, your maladies, and the weather. It's about the only thing. <laughs> the weather. It's really about it. <laughs> and price of gas. And price of gas. Yeah. All right, it's going to be 68 today, 69 tomorrow, 63, and then 66 on Tuesday. 
Rain Wednesday. We have we're in a drought. You notice we haven't had yeah. any rain in like a month. Thursday and Friday, thirties, mid thirties for the high. Yes. So better get your golf in in the next three or four days. Break out Just, your Peter Millars. Yeah, bring out your Peter Millars. All right. So this is normally the time of year where I used to go to this, but then I realized I couldn't sell anything there because people were buying. They weren't. The vendors weren't buying. They were selling. Right. So me being out there was kind of a waste of As time. As a salesperson. Yeah. But you going out there, seeing what we could buy for our tournaments and for our junior golf tours and all that made a lot of sense. Last year it was canceled due to COVID. And this year, for the first time in 23 years, I didn't go. You and a lot of other people. Yeah. It was lightly attended. Now, the people that did go got red carpet treatment because the vendors had nobody to talk to so you got their undivided attention so i talked to one guy who's a sales guy and he said it was so easy to go talk to people in their booths to try to sell them stuff Mm -hmm. because they they had nothing else to do so uh so the so by about half the people half the booths were full none of the major manufacturers were there except for bridgestone callaway wasn't there bridgestone was bridgestone was there and then he uh, loved it only because he goes, there's nobody else for these guys to talk to. We had the whole place to ourselves. That's what the CEO said. But everybody else said, you know, I, we don't want to put our, our employees in harm's way with COVID, the travel, the, the pain in the ass of setting everything up, wearing yeah, masks. Yeah, ass again. Yeah, I don't, I'm on an ass kick today. Mark that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So I wonder, as this moves forward, I know you know that you've told me that the educational process from the PGA of America, mm-hmm. they, have, they have symposiums and everything, mm-hmm. but that's not the main reason people go. And I wonder, moving forward, how this is all going to play out. You used to be a major player back in the day. I think it'll still be a – I think it'll go into cycles. I think in, after 07, it went into a down cycle also, mm-hmm. and it was very lightly attended. I, I'm not sure when you started, but like in the early odds, the, um, it was... It was, Mark that, by the way. <laughs> it was very decadent, and the parties were off Oh, the my charts. God. They had great bands. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I saw Hootie and the Blowfish. There was like well. 400 people, and... Um, uh, George Thurgood and the Destroyers, and I saw, I saw, I mean, it collected soul. They always had somebody. It was mm-hmm. fun. And, it was, and it was huge parties, and usually it was Super Bowl weekend. There'd be a giant Super Bowl party, and I, I mean, I'd stay. And then 07 came, and it changed. And then about three or four years ago, everybody came back. Everybody started spending a lot of money. TaylorMade bought, like, half the show. Remember that. And uh, and it and it changed back to where it was you know really really good times and fun, and now it's back on a you know downslope. But I think it's still important. I mean, they all launch their clubs at this time. Actually, don't. they don't. So that was one of the problems. Is the launching is is now out of kilter what it normally used to be, and so well no, I mean both <clears throat> Callaway and Title and uh, TaylorMade came out with their clubs now but some of them what i was reading is that the the timing has been off so the unveiling is not as big right now as it used to be so there's not this anticipation there's not you know they're they're coming out it's kind of like tv remember tvs used to come out with new shows in the fall right now they're all over the place right you you don't know when they're coming out especially with streaming so 
I just wonder again when you're when you're weighing the cost to put together a, a, a good sized booth, the travel costs, the expenses of, of hotels and eating and everything else. When the big manufacturers say it's not worth it, because we're we can't keep stuff in stock anyway. What the hell's well, the difference? That's a, yes, that would be an issue right now. There's, or is it going to turn into an apparel show? Solely an apparel show. Man, there's no shirts to. There's no apparel to be bought right go. now either. So I, I think once this we get out of this pandemic, it'll be back to you know business as usual. I the question is how long does the pandemic go if it ever stops? I mean, or if people a, realize like some other things, they don't need it. Mm. Been been out been out of the biz for they've been away for let's Rick, say maybe two years. They want it. I know people they just love. Going I know it's to a little Florida vacation. Florida in January. Don't, don't think about here. Think about the people up in the Northeast. True. People in the Midwest. They all come down for their little easy way to write off a vacation. I, I get that. I get that. So um, if they have the if they have the revenue to do it, yes. You know, because it's all a balancing. Act, but right? one surprise, and I don't know if you thought about this at all, but. Is it weird? So the world's great right now in the world of golf, right, mm-hmm. and everything. But and TaylorMade comes out with some sort of carbon thing. that mm-hmm. Carbon face. No titanium. All carbon. And you want to go to PGA Superstore right now, you can go buy one. Yep. Cali comes out with their new road. Mm-hmm. And you can't get one yet. It's pre-order only. Mm-hmm. What a mess up that is, isn't it? You're competing against your biggest competitor. You can go get a TaylorMade right now. You can't get a Callaway. Is that a, isn't that a mess up? Well, it's, maybe the supply chain. Maybe they didn't have yeah, the right materials. I wouldn't have launched it yet then. Well, why launch it? Maybe carbon fiber was in stock, and titanium <laughs> wasn't. You know, it, it all, it, look at the cars right now. You know, the chips are still kind of kind of in uh, yeah. disarray. So, yeah, it's a it's a moving target with with everything, and at some point. They'll come in, but I was watching the the golf yesterday. They were pushing that rogue like crazy, but you can't get it. No, right? It's just craziest thing, and it make it. And we all want like, immediate gratification. What right? an absolute mess up that is in my mind. Yeah, I don't get it. Anyway, all right. So we'll see moving forward. But this year and last year, it's been a downturn. Um, again, first year you've missed in twenty three. So yeah. We'll see if you go next year. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Crest Cars, because that's where we're at today, CrestCars.com, Volvo, Infinity, Cadillac, and Volvo has unlimited mileage on their certified pre-owns. That is an amazing benefit, so you don't never have to worry about buying something that maybe is a little disarray. wouldn't be certified pre-owned, but it's nice to have that little extra security in your back pocket. All right, up next, why female golfers are better than us. But before we do that, let's talk about the greatness of pure swing golf. So yesterday, I've had some lessons from Anthony Broussard, so have yep. you. I went out to hit balls yesterday on the way home from work. Mm-hmm. And he's got me doing certain things, flattening out my wrist and, you know, hitting inside out. So yesterday, so what that does, it kind of promotes a draw. Right. Well, if you don't hit it right, it hooks. So you have to aim to the right. So yesterday was a perfect <clears throat> setup because there was a strong right-to-left wind. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is going to be interesting because I'm, this thing is going to go start to the right and go all the way off into the parking lot. I was able to hold it off. I was able to hit a Good fade into a draw wind. Even, And it was like, wow, these things. So when something sticks, when Anthony Broussard, which I love about him, he gives you tips, 
And then when you do something right, his enthusiasm is infectious. It keeps you going. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. As I've been in his place and I've watched, his other uh, instructors yes. are just as good as, as he is. And even one of my friends, Rusty, will tell you that Sam is even better. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff is over there, too. They're all trained to... to, to it's consistent teaching. Yes. They all, and they, they all knew it. It's point. science. They yep. have that science of those... All the stuff that they they watch on the and look at the stats and they'll tell you based on the science how you need to fix your swing. And here's the crazy thing: so I had lost distance over time, and it's gradual, and you don't even notice it until you really you go, "What the heck? What's going on here?" He brought me back to a point where it's like, "Wow, this is like it's like a, it's like magic, magic, newfound stuff." And as long as you keep up the practice, you don't just don't go and then don't do anything till you go see him again. Practice it. Yep. The process is really fun, and when it works, it is incredible. And he's yes. patient, I, and he's informative. I wholeheartedly recommend it. By the way, I had trouble hitting into a screen. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And in his place, I don't because it's so big and so vast. Mm-hmm. And by the way, too, if you're a beginner, a little worried about somebody else watching you. Nobody cares. You, you've got the privacy of these your own little mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. and. Simulator. Uh, and your own little simulator, nobody else is going to watch you. It's a great place for beginners, too. So if you're an expert, go go take them. And if you're a... If you're anything. If yes. you're a golfer that just wants to improve, go see him. Anthony Your Broussard and his staff golf. at... Dot com. There you go, what he said. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. If you want to get some discounted golf at a great rate, you go to Golf Moose. We merged with them, Ideal Golfer, uh, merged with Golf Moose. You can play Horseshoe Bay, J.W. Merritt down there in San Antonio, Oak Hollow, Sugar Tree, Bridalwood, Westridge, Sky Creek, Cedar Creek, Tour 18, and Trails of Frisco. Check it out at golfmoose.com. All right, next segment, we'll bring on uh, Billy Andre, PGA Tour player, won four times on the tours, won three times on the champions. He's playing in the Club Corp Classic April 18th through the 24th. At uh, Las Colinas Country Clubs, and he's a good interview, so hopefully you stay tuned for that. And uh, let's say this is also brought to you by Preston Painting. All right. Dot com. So, uh, Craig and I have played with, when the LPGA was at the Las Colinas uh, Country Club, uh, we got to play in a couple of the pro-ams there, and I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, women... Get a bad rap in golf. Sometimes they say they play too slow. They play, they're too strict with the rules. And so basically they're mucking up the course. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. And then the other thing is I don't want to watch the women play. I want to watch the guys just slam it as far as they can. And so when we played with uh, uh, several of the, of the LPGA players, I found it some of the best golf experiences I've ever I've ever faced. I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I like their, I like their tempo. I like, and they still hit it plenty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the LPGA still has a kind of a um, publicity issue. You know, they just people don't watch them as much for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Women's tennis seems to do pretty well, but women's golf doesn't. In comparison to the guys, you know what? I, I a lot of it has to do with the personalities to me. You know, um, when you, I remember watching women's golf when Annika was mm-hmm. dominant. Yep. Because 
she was really fun to watch, and she was a, she was a superstar, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember, uh, you know, when Lydia Ko was coming out, I watched that because it was really fun. There was times when uh, who was the the one who was got was married to the Cincinnati Red third baseman. Um, uh, 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 oh gosh, Nancy Lopez. Nancy Lopez. She was awesome. I watched the women when Nancy Lopez was playing, and and it's it's because she was dominant. She was fun. She was personable. You know, and you you had people like that that made you want to watch. And, you know, even the personalities of, like, um, I remember even I, I used to watch it more when, uh, God, I can't think of her name. Jan Stevenson? Jan, well, Jan Stevenson I'd watch, but I'm thinking 10 years ago, the one who who, who takes from uh, Butch Harmon. She never won. Oh. Uh, attractive. Uh, well, I can't think of her name. Anyway. I, Natalie Gulbush. Natalie Gulbush. Yeah, she had personality. I mean, uh, Kramer, Paula Kramer had personality. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I don't see the personality. Daniel Kang's got personality. Yeah, she does. And I think she's fun. And if she keeps winning and she keeps becoming, the Cordas have a little bit of personality. Lexi Thompson has personality? Yeah, but she, she's not doing, I mean, she's not winning. No, that's true. And so I think you've got to, it's, it's the same with golf. Think about before Tiger came. How there was such a down period in on on the men's side, you know. Nick Price was a superstar, nice guy. Well, he wasn't He's, American either. Yeah. So I, I think I think the women lack that superstar right now, and I, I think I think that's one of the reasons why we don't watch as much as. Well, uh, when we played with the gals, what I loved about it was their personality. They helped us out a lot. And we played with uh, one gal that couldn't weigh more than 120 pounds, 110 pounds, and she still striped a 270 into the wind. Yeah, I mean, she's was, a caddy now, by the way. Yeah, but just uh, their game is what we should be emulating, yeah. not the not the PGA Tour pros, because that's a different league. They're in a different planet. So they played this event uh, last week, and it was it was it was kind of like what the uh, Club Corp Classics can be for the Champions Tour. They played down in Orlando, and it was the LPGA, and they brought on uh, the Celebrity Tour. Mm-hmm. So they had Derek Lowe, they had Marty Fish, they had all these, you know, all these other players. And what was interesting, they all got to hit from the same tees. Okay, mm-hmm. the man, uh, the celebrities played a Stableford, but if you took their score, you know, extrapolated to normal pro, yeah. pro par and everything. Um, so Derek Lowe is a is a point two handicap. So the whole idea here was, can a scratch player beat an LPGA player? Playing from the same tees and everything. So to give you a little heads up, so Derek Lowe's a point two, had rounds of 76, 72, 75, 72. He was the best of any celebrity. So he was, his final score was plus seven. Finished 23 shots behind Daniel King. 23. Where would, you, where would he have finished in the... Did you have that where he would have finished in the hold? I'll look at that in a second. Um, and then uh, Marty Fish, he, he's a plus 2.8. Mm-hmm. So that's better than scratch. He's the only celebrity to shoot around under par. He finished sixth on the celebrity side. 81, 70, 73, 82. Where was the under par round? Uh, 70. Oh, 70. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So it, it just... <laughs> I'll look at it during the break, but I, I was amazed. And it, it makes total sense because these the female golfers are money on chips, on putts. On, yeah. They're just, they're just I'll good. say this, though. When I, when I, I wonder how somebody like, well, Tara, 
Tony Romo is probably equal to Derek to, Lowe or Marty Fish. Probably Marty Fish. But when you look at something like that, they can hit the. They're, now they're the the Bryson DeChambeaus of that tour, right? Right. They're kill, they're bombing it past it, and I wonder what advantage how those courses are set up for them. But um, look, the the women are fun to watch. If you're, I, it, I just watch how much they're dialed in, and they're really, really, really good. But I would say it's the, just we the, still want to watch Bryson just bomb the crap out of a ball. Well, it's something we can't do. Mm-mm. You know, I get that. I get when the uh, when the base when, when baseball was was unofficially embracing steroids. We wanted to see home runs. Hell, I put them, give them aluminum bats for all I care. I I want to be entertained when I go out there. Yeah, it's not it's not something I'm going to be able to do. Right. But the women the women's game is much more relatable. And when I watch when I play with uh, female golfers. My game is better because I kind of mimic their tempo. Their tempo is so smooth. I can't mimic Justin Thomas' swing. He swings out of his shoes. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau swings out of his shoes. I can't do that for any consistency without killing myself. <laughs> and and I wish more would more male golfers would embrace the female game because it, it can't do anything but help you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So word to the wise on that. Um, all right. Let's see if we can get out of here a little bit early because I want to uh, get our next guest, uh, Billy Andre, on. He's from the Champions Tour. He was uh, he was on a Zoom call this week. And one question really caught my interest. And unfortunately, I had to get off the Zoom call for a business call. And the question was, um, you know, golf is the, really the only sport that doesn't have a set of rules for pros and amateurs. So college football has different rules. Pro baseball has different rules. College football has different rules. Everybody seems to have different rules, except, and he brought up this point, and I think it's perfectly valid, the rules of golf are governed by the USGA and the RNA, which solely oversee amateur players. And the pros have to deal with that. Well, the one problem is the majors are not governed by the PGA Tour. So if the PGA Tour sets up rules, the Masters can do whatever they want. I get that, but I think if if the Tour, if, if I think they would adopt it. How about this? If the, All I'm saying, but, but the problem was when I had to get on this other call, nobody ever followed up. Well, what, what are some of those ideas? Because Bill, oh, yeah, I got some ideas on how we could change the game, how the PGA Tour could, could – um, could allow us to play a different game because we are playing a different game. Mm-hmm. So we're going to ask him about that. And the other thing, I've, I don't know anybody else that is sponsored, any athlete is sponsored by another sport. He wears a Major League Baseball logoed hat. Does he change it by city? No. It's the same. Just his Major, Major League, League Baseball? Baseball. He's got the logo on the hat. Oh, how did that come to be? And why are, Why is Major League Baseball being sponsoring it? PGA, you know, champions player. I don't know. So let's get into that next. Um, that was brought to you by the uh, Avid Golfer Magazine. Because hey. new issues coming out soon. Uh, along with that, you can check out um, uh, articles on how to cook your meat and everything else. And also by Ham's Meats. They're right over here in McKinney. Tony Smith does a hell of a job. They have Wagyu beef. They have ribs. They have sausage. They have sirloins they have fillets he'll show you how to cook them too in fact if you use uh, go to avid golfer magazine you will see uh, eli does a great uh, article each month on how to cook a certain type of meat 
So check it all out. Have a golfer magazine and Ham's Meats. All right, up next, we talk to Billy Andre from the Champions Tour. It's Corby Davidson and Bob Stern on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. All right, 9.52 on The Ticket. T-Box having fun out here. Crest Cars, Volvo, Cadillac, Infinity. If you go by Ernest B's with barbecue, mention T-Box, your free meal. Wow. How about that? All right. Um, On our phone lines right now is four-time winner on the PGA Tour. I believe a three-time winner on the Champions Tour, I believe. He is one Billy Andrade. He will be participating in the Club Corp Classic, and that'll be April 18th through the 24th at Las Colinas Country Club. Tickets will go on sale soon. It should be a great event because major celebrities are going to be playing in it as well, uh, all over the celebrity landscape. And we welcome Billy on now. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Hey, thanks for coming on with us. Life is good. Now, Billy is part of a, a fun trivia question. He is the first player on the PGA Tour to win a PGA Tour event using a Pro V1 golf ball. Is that right? 2000 yeah. in Venice. <laughs> How about that? You started a trend, my friend. Well, I don't know if I started the trend. I think maybe Titleist started the trend of, uh, you know, getting into the into the uh the new wave of golf balls but uh yeah it came <clears throat> it came out in the fall of 2000 i wasn't having a very i was having the actually i was having the worst year of my career in 20 years at the time and uh of all my years and uh you know i got this golf ball it went further it was a five round tournament um you played with amateurs for four days you know those days are over sure. and uh I had no idea Phil Mickelson was even in the tournament. Never saw him all week. All of a sudden, he posts he posts like a 62 on Sunday, and um, I got a five foot, four and a half, five footer on the last hole to uh, to win the tournament. And uh, there was no way I was missing that putt because uh, you know I was I was not in good in a good spot on the money list, and uh, that kind of re- resurrected the second half of my uh, my career on the tour. Uh, it kind of jump-started me, and it, it all started at uh, in Vegas back in 2000. I always wonder when – so you're four-time winner on the PGA Tour, you've won on the Champions Tour. What's the difference winning a PGA Tour event versus Champions? I mean, you you want to win anything, right? But what's the difference? Right. In, what well, you, you know, the, PG, the PGA Tour, you're young. Uh, you're trying to establish yourself. You're trying to – survive uh you know you don't really realize how much pressure there really is you know and and as you grow and as you get older uh you get married you have children you have bills to pay you have you know you're you're the you know you're the uh the enterprise you're the one that has to make the you know the you know everything roll you're the breadwinner on the course and off the course and when you get to the champions tour you know, when I before I got out there, I was doing some TV for the Golf Channel, and I did the Memorial Tournament. Ran into Tom Lehman and asked him what's what's it like on the Champions Tour, and he said, "You know, Billy, you, you you've already proven yourself as a player on the regular tour. You played for 25 years. Now you come out here, and and you know, it's just just enjoy yourself, just have a good time with it, and you're going to do just fine." And I've actually probably I think played some of my best golf of my career on the Champions Tour. Uh, because of the attitude of 
I really don't care. I don't care how I play. I've already, I've already done it. And with that attitude, I've played some of my best golf. So I think on the regular tour, you're, you know, you're always, it's not that you're on eggshells, but you're, you know, you're always looking behind your shoulder because here comes another hot shot out of college that's trying to take your job. And, you know, so your, your job security every year, you got to prove yourself every year. You win a tournament, it's only a two-year exemption. You win a major, it's only a five-year exemption. I can go through the list of player, player after player that, uh, that have played on President's Cups and Ryder Cup teams, and all of a sudden you, you throw your, the name out and you go, where the hell have they been? You know, all of a sudden they're off the tour because the competition's so, so fierce. And on the Champions Tour, it's just, you know what, we're, we go out there, we have a great time. Uh, I've always said the guys that were kind of prickly on the PGA Tour are less prickly. <laughs> you know, right. And, uh, you know, and it's just fun. It's just a lot of fun. We have a great time with it. You know, I pinch myself that, you know, that Bob Golby and Don January and, and Arnold Palmer and all those guys that started the champions tour back in the late seventies, early eighties, to think that in 2021, I'm benefiting from what they created. It's really an in- incredible, um, group of guys to be with. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a great, product um the the area of dallas is going to see it at the club corp championship um Mm -hmm. you know and and then then including celebrities and have like a celebrity pro-am to go along it's going to be a a heck of a tournament it it really is and i hope a lot of people come out and enjoy it with us okay so talking about the stress i'm looking at your career and i'm looking at at your wins and you, you know you talk about inverness and you you had to beat Phil Mickelson on the last hole with a four-foot putt, and you go to the Champions Tour, and your last two wins on the Champions Tour, you had to beat Bernhard Longer, who by a mile <laughs> is the most dominant guy on the on the Champions Tour He's for a ageless. long time. Absolutely ageless. What one was more stressful, beating Mickelson or, or beating Bernhard Longer? He, I mean, both of them are really looming based on where they were. Well, I, you know what? It, Honestly, apples and oranges. In, in, in 2000 at the Invences Classic, I was 180th on the money list. First time in my career that I had to a, a write a check uh, for Q School, um, you know, because I, I, I wasn't going to keep my status. And I came out of nowhere. I shot, I think, 28 under for five days and beat Mickelson by a shot. So that was, um, that was for my livelihood. That was for my job. That was for my, my career. And it jump-started it for, for a great second half. You know, beating Bernhard, you know, he, he's, he's tough as nails. Um, he's the best. He's been the best player on the Champions Tour now for – he's going on 14 years. He's won nine Schwab Cup championships, which is the equivalent of nine FedEx championships mm-hmm. as our best player. Um, you know, you always want to go down the stretch with the best. You always sure. want to be in contention against the best players. Uh, not saying that it's 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 still not stressful, but um, uh, to go down the stretch in Seattle, go down the stretch at the Schwab Championship where I beat him in Fe- in Scottsdale and Phoenix, uh, Desert Mountain was uh, was awesome. But you know what? At, at the end of the day, it's like, hey, at the time I was 52 or three. Um, you know, this is you know this is gravy. This is just fun. If uh, you know if he beat me, I would have not been happy, but. Um, you know, hats off to him. So uh, that's kind of – it's kind of different, uh, the two tours. But um, like I said, it's uh, – It's like a fun time stress. Of my life, time of my life, it's pretty pretty damn 
pretty damn fun, I'll tell you. I get you. All right, we're talking to Billy Andrade. He's the on the Champions Tour, won four times on the PGA Tour. He'll be at the Cl- Club Corp Classic. That's April 18th to 24th. <laughs> Go to clubcorpclassic.com. You have a hard time with that. Yeah, well, Club no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I did, and he did. Okay, so uh, I was on the Zoom call with, uh, with you this week, and I heard a great question. And I didn't hear a follow-up. And I know you sounded really passionate about this. So pro golf is one of the few that doesn't have different rules in amateur golf. And you said, boy, I have some ideas. That there are certain rules that just should pertain to tour players versus amateurs. And I never heard a follow-up. And I, I wanted to get your idea. I wanted to get your thoughts on what those rules should be. For tour players well, versus well, us, well, whatever, well, whatever it is, if it's uh, you know now the USGA has come out this year and said that the the driver length can only be a certain length, you know, um, you know, the driver head can only be a certain size, um, you know, I think that's if, if you notice the game of golf has changed so much uh, over the years with driving the golf ball now with the heads being so big. Pretty much everybody drives it pretty straight. You don't you don't see guys missing much many fairways, especially at the pro level. It's because the the technology is so good and the heads are so big. You can miss hit it, and it's still going to go fairly straight. Where in the old days, uh, you know, the golf ball was different. So you know, the golf ball curved more with the blot of ball. But um, you know, the driver heads were very small, and, and the and it was a big advantage if you were a really good driver of the ball. You know, mm-hmm. Curtis Strange, great driver of the ball. Uh, Greg Norman, for a long hitter, was a great driver of the ball. Arnold Palmer, great driver of the ball. Those guys would be great all the time. But then now you've got guys that weren't great drivers of the ball that are all of a sudden competing and are in the mix a lot. And that's just an example. Uh, you know, the size of dri- – we should, as, pro- as, a, as professional as the PGA Tour, be able to, to, to make our own rules. And, you know, if it's – um, the like size what? Of driver heads, the size of driver heads versus uh, the length of a putter. You know, you know, and you could go down that route and just say, okay, or the golf ball's going too far or not far enough. Whatever the, wherever you want to go, it, you know, we should because we're playing for hundreds of millions of dollars across all these tours. That we should be able to to, to have our own rules and not abide by rules that are made up by amateur golf. Okay, but, but but to be specific, though, what top of mind? What would be some of the? Okay, you say the length of the driver, maybe the 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 size of the of the club head. Um, are you try, so you are you trying to diminish the effects of the that equipment because you guys are so skilled, or I'm, I'm maybe I'm not understanding. Well, you know, it it driver heads are uh, have gotten twice the size, more than twice the size they were back in the 90s, back in the, in the 80s when I started on the PGA Tour, I had a wooden driver. So mm-hmm. I started with a wooden driver, now, now we've gone to metal. Now we've gone to metal that's twice the size. The great big Bertha, if you go back and look at one of those, that thing looks like a peanut-sized head compared to sure. what, <laughs> you know, what the drivers that we're using today. So I, I'm just throwing that out. That's an example where if the driver heads you say – can only be like 320 cc's instead of 460 cc's or 300 cc's which is still pretty big 
Yep. Now you now you have a different game. Now you have guys that are you know the skilled drivers are going to have a little bit of, of an advantage. The guys that don't drive it as well, it's it'll be more of a an interesting game than it is now. It seems like the players today all drive it great. They all hit. They're all hitting it over 300 yards. They're all you know hitting it in there fairly close. The scoring is incredible. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that you know. Um, we should, as a as a professional organization, uh, we should dictate the rules for our game, not for amateur golf, not for right. club golf, not for um, you know your member guest at Las Colinas. I'm talking the PGA Tour, the Champions Tour, the the, the Corn Ferry, all the tours that you play for money. We should be able to have that, um, you know, we should be able to have that control, and we don't, which is. You know, we abide by the USGA and the RNA, and they make these rules changes every four years. Um, you know, if it's uh, size of a golf ball to, you know, to how you drop a ball to now you can ground your club in a hazard. There's all these different things that they've, they're trying to do to speed up play or make the game better, and not necessarily that's the case. Hey, uh, Billy, so going back to the uh, with Charity Classic, um, us residents in Dallas-Fort Worth, we've seen PGA Tour events. We've got Colonial and we've got the Byron Nelson. Our, our first Champions Tour event in town for, for a long time. Um, what can we expect as spectators, the difference between watching a PGA Tour event versus watching you guys on the Champions Tour? I think you're going to see, you know, how much fun we have, the interaction we have with, uh, you know, the celebrities, the interaction we have with the fans. You can get up close um, with the players a lot easier. Um, it's just a different vibe. It's just a more relaxed vibe, and um, you're going to have a lot of fun. It's just uh, not saying that watching the Colonial or the Byron Nelson's not fun, but it's, you know, it's a little more intense. You can't get yeah. too close to the players. Um, you know, this is their livelihood. For us, it's a little different. It's, uh, it's, a much, it's much more fun and, and uh I guarantee everybody will have a great time. Used to call the Champions Tour the annuity tour. (laughs) From all the time you've built up over the years, now you get a little reward, you know, you get a little money in your pocket, you get a little fun. It's almost like a fraternity. All right, so Billy Andre is the first guy ever to win a PGA Tour event with a Pro V1 golf ball. The other one, I don't think I've seen this anywhere else. Whenever I see you on TV, you're wearing a Major League Baseball logo golf cap. I've never seen a, an athlete from a different sport being sponsored by another sport. How did that all come to be? Well, um, years ago, uh, Payne Stewart had a deal with them, yeah. with uh, the National Football League. Right. Uh, he he wore um, you know the logo, the team teams, and the cities that he played in, which was pretty cool. Um, I got to be friendly with the with um, some guys from. MLB and uh, played some pro-ams with them, and then they launched this MLB.com, and it started from there. Um, and and now it's a full-fledged MLB. I'm good friends with Rob Manford, this, the uh, commissioner, uh, and they love it. They love the uh, how it's gone from, um, you know, you got uh, a golfer wearing a baseball thing, and you know people are asking all the time, and and um, they really enjoy it, and I've enjoyed it. I've done it my whole time on the champions tour so it's been a lot of fun so my question would be along with Payne Stewart why don't you wear a different uh baseball hat depending on the city you're playing in 
You know, that's a good that's a good thought. Maybe um, I won't even charge you, you know, for it. <laughs> actually, the actually the owners, are, you know, a part of MLB. So maybe I I need to talk to some of the owners. I'll talk to Crane in Houston, and and uh, does Mister Hicks still own the Texas Rangers? No, no, no. He's Thankfully, long gone. <laughs> he's long gone. <laughs> but it'd be a good bet, well, uh, you know. Yeah, maybe that'll be the next thing we'll do. That that's um, I'll take that into consideration. I'll bring it up to the commissioner. I only take ten percent royalty. On hey, it. hey, Billy, have you played Las Vegas Country Club yet? I haven't. I heard uh, Lanny Watkins was raving about it uh, this fall when the announcement came out that uh, we were going to play in, at Las Colinas Country Club, and he's t- talking about the renovations they made and how beautiful it is, and the uh, practice facility is state of the art. So um, we're all excited. A lot of the players have been talking about it. We uh, we love having new events, and we we uh, we've always enjoyed going to. Uh, to the Dallas area and playing in our old days, playing the, the Nelson and going over to Colonial. So uh, uh, we're all excited. It's going to be a heck of an event. And having the celebrities involved is uh, just adds to the event. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a home run for the area of Dallas. And you know, and at the end of the day, we're going to raise so much great money for charity. Um, you know, they're going to do such great work, Club Corp, with the, the charitable donations. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win for everybody. Well, it's a good mix. Celebrities and the Champions Tour players kind of in the same mix. So we look forward to uh, to the day, April 18th to the 24th, and we will catch up with you, and we'll see you when we get out there. Yeah. Sounds great. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Have a great All weekend. Right, thanks, Billy. Billy Andre, right. Champions Tour player. He'll be at the Club Corp Classic. By the way, he's from Providence, Rhode Island, yeah. where my wife is from. Yeah. So I've followed his career more so than a normal pro golfer has very nice very reason, nice so. all right that was brought to you by crest cars because that's where we're at today crest volvo infinity and cadillac and uh up next a little data dump and maybe check out my team's playing tomorrow my team don't Your own team? it don't own it but it's my team maybe we'll get a little preview of what's going on what we're looking forward to t- tomorrow but before we do that let's talk about painting your house yeah rick you know i just i did mine i called preston painting i met this guy bervin Bervin. You don't even can't, need a, he doesn't even name. a last name. You just yep. need to know Bervin. Yep. And uh, you know what? I don't have his last name even in my phone. It's <laughs> just Bervin. Why not? It's my only Bervin. But a great guy. Um, and, uh, you know, t- hey, I paint houses. I said, really? He goes, well, I don't do it, but I have, you know, I have crews. And, he, and I said, really? I've got something I need done. So he came out, got a quote, worked with my wife. Uh, his crew worked with my wife, picking out the right color and right the right uh match of what she wanted and stuff came in did it in a day and a half and you wouldn't even known they were ever there except for the fact that the room looks so much different and so much better and bourbon's been doing this for years he's been in construction for years he's been in painting for years and he knows what he's doing and he also is going to leave your house perfect you don't want somebody coming in and painting your house and not knowing what they're doing and leaving it a mess mm-hmm. he was awesome his staff was awesome and uh, and you're going to get some stuff yep. done next week, and you'll see. Go to PrestonPainting.com. You need a guy, right? Always. You need a guy. Always. Hey, this paint. This room would look so much better if it's painting. Who do I call? Well, you call Bourbon at <laughs> PrestonPainting.com and go do it. I promise you, you will be. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right. Well, I hope you like the interview with Billy Andre. You know, I will say this. I don't care if it's Colin Montgomery. I don't care. 
Nick Faldo, anybody that was kind of prickly back when they were a tour player because there was much more on the line. They were trying to create their legacy. I kind of get it. Yeah. Kind of. But when they get to the Champions Tour, it's it's like a big frat party. You know, there's uh, only the majors have cuts. Right. So if you show up, you're making money. And yep. it's not as he said when he was playing against Bernard Longer. Yeah, you want to win, but it was it was a fun stress versus the stress to keep your PGA Tour card. Big difference. And uh, you know, it's funny we were talking during the break that as we broadcast from Crest Cars here in Frisco, Infinity Cadillac and Volvo for all your car needs. Um, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro Am is next week, and back in the day. Outside of the Masters, there was not a tournament I wanted to watch more. Me too. Great celebrities. Me too. Um, in fact, everybody Phil was. Phil Harris singing Bare Necessities on a couch on the 17th tee box. Everybody seemed like an A-lister yeah. back then. Yeah. And maybe my bar was low. I don't know because I was a kid. Well, but now they have so many corporate guys you don't know. Yeah. It was all celebrities CEOs back then. and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But that was can't miss. And. The course is great. I've, I've had the fortune of playing a few times. I still like Spyglass over it, over Pebble, just personal preference. But um, but I just love the interaction. But but then over the years, what what became tough was the amateurs were Phil Romano, all these other guys that, you know, it was all about them. And they didn't seem like they were having a good time. They were worried about being embarrassed and and all this, and they would take forever, and the rounds take five to six yeah. hours. And that's why a lot of the top tour pros say, nah, I don't think so. I think another one, too, is, and this goes to Billy Andre's point, Pebble Beach is never in perfect condition for them. It's got the Poana greens, and they grow differently at different so times. So does yeah. And Everything on the West Coast is Yeah, but supposed. you're further south down at Torrey, so they can keep the conditions a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always think that they always struggle a little bit with the conditions at Pebble. Well, it's also weather, too. The weather's yes, iffy. The weather's a little iffy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that. But there are certain guys, like Jordan loves it. Paul Stankowski Paul loved, it. loved it, yes. And, uh, you know, and, and look, remember, you, we brought it up in the break. Scott Simpson always used to play with Bill Murray, mm-hmm. and it was a funny, a straight guy with a funny guy yep. kind of thing. and. They always worked, and uh, who used to always play with Jack Lemon? Never made the cut. Peter Jacobson. Peter Jacobson. Yeah, it was just that was cool stuff. And you always, how often did you root for for Jack Lemon to try to make it? Never did. Right. And uh, so, I, yes, I, I miss those days. Um, it fit. It, Everything just fit. It's back kind then. of like the same thing. It's just a different time. It's same with the skins game. I loved the skins game. It was kind of the same thing, right? right. But it doesn't fit now. Got played out a little bit, and I know yeah. it'll be popular, I think, but their strength of field's usually not awesome anymore, which is sad. I haven't seen it. Um, Let me see if I can find it here real quick while you're vamping. I couldn't get onto the PGA Tour, but you know, I know Jordan plays. I know he was already going right over, and I think... They won't list it till next week. The Farmers this week was 488. No, they should do it Friday. They should do it tonight. Don't see it yet. So um, uh, I'm going to look back to last year. How about that? Uh, I want to go back to 2019. Here we go. I'll, I have it right here. 18D Pebble Breach Pro-Am Field. Let's do – oh, hit the wrong thing. Field. Let's see. Anybody uh, – Daniel Berger's playing. And Jordan. Patrick Cantley's playing. Mm-hmm. And 
So, yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick. I think it's so funny he changed his name officially to Matt. Yeah, um, whatever. So you've got some guys. I mean, you've got some – some. Uh, Charlie Hoffman, by the way, he has withdrawn every week because of a bad back. Yeah, um, I miss him. So uh, so I'm wondering if he'll finally make it. Uh, Peter Jacobson's playing. Isn't that funny? Yeah, so is uh, Davis Love. I think they've played for the last 30 years or whatever. Oh, um, really? Okay, so uh, in 2019, so the Farmers is 488. Right. Uh, Pebble Beach, AT&T Pebble Beach, 277. Okay. Pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low for a, a main in a, in a great area. Right. So it, and it's kind of the nature of the beast. Uh, the celebrities are okay, but, uh, again, these guys, it's such a long time. I mean, even for a tour round, they're long. And I think a lot of these guys just got fed up. By the way, another uh, Will's Altours, and that's it for top 20 guys when I yeah. was going through it. So you're right. It's not nearly as strong as it used to be, for sure. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch see. it. Yeah, of course. Of course I will. Because you know the golf courses. I know the, I know the golf courses. I don't know a lot of the celebs. No. And that's when I say it, some of them are celeb light. And it, uh, come Monday, I think they'll have the pairings up, see who's playing with who. Right. Uh, I don't know. I think Clint Eastwood's probably too old to play now. He's 91. 91. 91 and still the playing mayor. a new movie. Isn't he amazing? He's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Things change. Sometimes not for the better, or sometimes they just get a little played out. And uh, it's one of those things that as you grow up, like you said, with the Skins game, hell, the Superstars competition, I was locked in God, every I time. That. Until that got I'll played I'll even give out. you another one. How many Sundays did you come? I came home from Sunday school. How many Sundays did you come home and just have to watch roller derby? Yep, I had to watch roller derby, man. I, you know, I and I used to, I used to play with my dad. He'd call off the play. You right, know, right, it right. It was so fake, but it was so awesome. And, and you know what? It gets played out. So yeah. it's too bad. It's that's as we're getting in that age of old, yeah. Old, you know, old folks syndrome. You yeah, know, old day, good old day syndrome. It's just. It's a different game, and, and sometimes you'll you'll glom on a step that ma- that makes a difference or, yeah. or interests you, and other ones, yeah, it was a good run. Yeah, it was a good run. So yeah. are you playing today? I am playing at the Four Seasons TPC. Our best of uh, private clubs issue is coming out in March, so we have to see several courses yeah. in the next few weeks to uh, make sure we we've done a, we've know. done a lot of the pre work. Yeah, um, so we don't have that many to see, but we've got a few. And uh, and the courses, some of the some of the uh, private clubs have really ramped up, and Bentry's clubhouse is off the charts. And some of them, like Vaquero, is going to be doing a completely new renovation here, I believe, in the spring. So it's an arms race. If you're not improving, there's going to be people passing you up. Yep. And uh, it's just the nature of the beast, and maybe it's not in the cards for um, expense-wise. I get it. But um, here's one thing I didn't know. Uh, part of that uh, that those 10 steps to quicken the game. Yeah. One of the things that uh, Trevino said back in 73 is people overread greens. They look at it, and half the time they don't even know what they're looking at. That's what uh, Conrad sent us a text. Yeah. And he kind of said the same thing. By the way. But I, I didn't I, know this. Let me finish the. Okay. What I didn't know, I kind of knew Bermuda grows towards the setting sun. Correct. Okay. I did not know that bent grass grows downhill. Um, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be any there grain, right? There shouldn't be right? any grain on, on bent, but there are certain strands of brand, bent that will have a, a grain. I, I, you know, I don't know. I I don't read putts like that. 
but maybe I'm wrong. By the way, I, I, that was a good question I, I was going to ask Billy. I didn't know. So he's not going to – if he was on the PGA Tour, he'd probably try to get out sometime before to play March to play, play Las Vegas Country uh-huh. Club, but uh-huh. he won't until he's here for that week. Mm-hmm. Does that give local guys like uh, Corey Pavin, who's a member out there, an advantage by knowing the course, or will they be able to figure out that course in a, in a couple of days? I'm saying they can figure it out. Now, what they what it might help somebody else, like Corey, reading where the putts are going. Yeah. Because it matters, and th- nobody can use green reading books anymore. Well, I don't Probably think, a good thing. I don't think they did at this Champions uh, who, Tour anyway. Who knows? They? If it was available to them, I would. I mean, if you're going to be out there, even though it's kind of, you know, yucks out there compared to the PGA Tour, yeah. all the stress. If while you're out there, everybody's greedy. Everybody yeah. likes making money if yeah. you're in the lead. Um I've seen guys that haven't even seen a course. They play like nine holes, and then they'll go out and shoot lights out. Yeah. These guys are – the day we took Paul Stankowski out to Cowboys, never seen it. Shot the easiest 65 I ever saw in my life. Yeah. Keeps going down a shot every year. No, it's 65. It was 66, I think. Was it? But yeah. But you get my drift. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do. And, and that's the whole point. These I don't guys, want to undersell it. These guys um, are savants. They know what they're doing. Anthony Broussard is uh, – his uh, father-in-law was telling us he went out and played Dallas National from one-ups mm-hmm. and shot the easiest 61, missed a bunch of easy putts, could have shot something really, really low. Like Will. You know, he doesn't know that course that well. So, you know, just went out and played with – It was makes playing. a difference when you're good. Yeah, it does. You it know? does. And they can they see things that is completely invisible to me. Like, I still can't read a green great. And – but they can look at it. I'm sure it looks like a digital map to them. They they know every break. They right. can see everything, and then they have the talent to to uh, perform on it. Uh, right. Us amateurs, our biggest problem as amateurs is we try to act like the pros. We have no right to do it, no reason to do it, but we take we take way too long over shots. Yeah. Just get up there and hit it, you know. And if you hit a bad shot, expect that. Uh, manage your expectations. Prepare for the bad shot. Remember the good ones. Yep. Hey, by the way, uh, the uh, couple house cleaning items yeah. um, do have the Avid Golfer Passbook, mm-hmm. and you can get uh, 45 free rounds golf for uh, 50 bucks. Get uh, two dozen golf two balls. dozen golf balls too. Six all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Yellow ones too. Ideal Golfer slash Golf Moose. You can go to either one and it goes to the same spot. You've done a tremendous job of making that just a buying site for good rounds Thank of golf. You. So good for you. Thanks and to the courses too. Um, as of Tuesday, we will have out our first Avid Golfer outing. Nice. We'll have it announced. I missed him last year. Yeah. I did. So uh, we were going to be we're going to be previewing Texas Rangers Golf Club. I don't know if you did any city of, city of Arlington mentions today, but um, if you did, I missed it. Sorry. No, go ahead. You're on. But uh, we're going to play at Texas Rangers Golf Course right before uh, the Corn Ferry's out there, so you'll nice. get to see the course in really good tournament level conditions yeah so, we uh, played a couple weeks ago i love it really yeah so it. it'll be really really good really fun New so much, such too. a good golf course and uh got a really really good uh a uh, lot of uh tea gifts so uh keep yours listening i bet it'll sell out quick so uh, we're only keeping it to 125 so yeah march 13th all right yeah. a lot of people thank you crest cars today crest volvo cadillac and infinity thanks to mike brosen for his very generous uh wine gift i'll be enjoying that tonight thanks to kern out of your engineering Back at the station, Jay King and Jonathan Dodd. Stay tuned. And EA. And EA. Yeah, Yeah. just just arrived. Stay tuned for some basketball game on the ticket. 
broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.